everybody. And it's Sunday. And what a beautiful day. Nah. Uh, this is Katie K9 here. And I'm here every Sunday, noon to two. And thank you for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. Hopefully, you got some great calls for this morning and, or afternoon now, technically, because afternoon. <laughs> but anyway, and we got, uh, it's the last Sunday of the month. So that means holistic vet Dr. Jessica Levy is here. So if you've got questions for her, I hope you will call them in and utilize her why she is here. And Ellie, you did uh, your video. Now, is that on my talk? The, the, can they go look at your video? Yeah, I just did a little get to know me video on the My Talk website. So if you're curious um, about anything about me, feel <laughs> free to go uh, check out that video. No, you did a, a very good job because yeah, a lot of people. Well, that's like all the producers I've had. You know, they never are out. Like when you, if I go to a place, you know, for a, an appearance, you know, the producers are back here. They normally don't get to see them, mm-hmm. and so it is kind of fun. And then at the State Fair, there I think there was a couple years there where. Producers came out. Can't remember the lucky ones. Yeah, really. The unlucky ones have to sit here and do the yeah, clean feed. Yeah, there you go. So anyway, but yeah, so that was that was cool. And then congratulations on how did your last week getting up at what time did we have to get up at? It'll be on Jason Holistic Show. Four a.m. Yeah, I was doing the morning show this week, and it, it's. <laughs> It's so, so early, but uh, Jason and Alexis are just fantastic. Oh, they are. Yeah. No, you did really good. I I obviously didn't turn. I don't turn in at the beginning. I'm not awake yet. But I turned in a couple of times about around the 7 o'clock hour, you know? Yeah. And 7.30 hour. And so, like I said, no, you you did great. Yeah, I mean, you were just a natural fit there. You just rolled fit right in there. Well, thanks. That's very sweet. So, yeah. No, done good. Done good. So, then hopefully, Jason and Alexis, I know you guys had a lot of fun. Well, how can you not have fun? <laughs> oh, I, they are truly just. And so, Alexis so and, funny. And, yeah, and Holly and stuff. Yeah, it just, uh, you know, Holly's on vacation though, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going to be back on Monday. So okay. if you're a fan of Holly's, tune in on Monday and uh, okay, hear a question. about her vacation. Now, I know Holly when she had like darker, almost black hair. Uh-huh. Does she have blonde hair now? Yeah, she does. She does have blonde hair now. Okay, because I saw a picture and I'm like, that's not Holly. Holly has black hair. Well, and I didn't know Holly when she had her black hair, so I saw a picture of it and I was like, who is, oh, that's Holly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the face and I'm looking, I'm like, what? I, that can't be Holly. Because she did my show when she first started with the station. She did my show for a little while. You're you're like the gauntlet that producers have to go through. Everybody stops here first. <laughs> they get the nutsville of answering the phone and doing the one man stand, and then anything else is simple. It's good practice. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But anyway, yeah. So Holly had so, but like I said, I knew her, and uh, she always wore these big floppy hats, and so a lot of times you didn't even see her hair. But anyway, um, yeah, she's a cool chick. So anybody, yeah. So I just I couldn't. I wanted so bad to say, is Holly now blonde? I don't. What is her natural color? Is it blonde? Well, I'm pretty sure her natural hair is dark. Oh, okay. it's not. It's not blonde. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I don't think she might be saying that. It's yeah, very yeah, clearly yeah, dyed. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it looks good now. Okay. Yeah. No, like I said, I was just dumbfounded. I said, "Oh, that can't." But anyway, so no, she went from like black hair yes. to like platinum blonde. Yes. Yes, and that's why I can't believe that this. At first, I was thinking maybe it's a wig <laughs> because it go from you know dark dark to light yeah, light. Yeah, it's a staggering difference. Yeah, it really is. So. You gotta pay good money for for that good of a dye job. Uh, yeah, so I guess so. But she looks cool. Yeah. But it just looks different because that's not what I'm used to seeing. So. She's California cool. There you go. So anyway, you made it through your week. You caught a caught a dog that got loose. I did. I did. What kind yeah. of dog was it? It was it was a pity mix. Okay. Uh, some kind of you know like 
a pit bull mix, I think. Okay. Um, but it was just running around my street, and I, I saw it, like, running in the street. And so I, I went out. She was, like, super sweet, so we kind of approached slowly, and she kind of, like, laid down. And the second we started petting her, she, like, essentially, like, crawled into, like, okay. me and my girlfriend's lap. Yeah. And we took her over on our porch, and we're just kind of hanging out with her on the porch. And she was, like, running laps, looking at all the windows. She was just wow. kind of going crazy. Um, but she like chilled out and she was like, again, really sweet. And we were there for like two hours before I got a hold of her owner on uh, Facebook. Okay. And he came by to get her. And it's funny, like, you know, no shade on him, but he came out and he got her and she got loose again as he was like walking back. And he was just kind of standing there going, Hey, um, come here. Come here. Uh, I was like, okay. okay. And there's like people working in back. So she's running around back there like, there's people back here. And so I go out and just like, hey, want a treat? Want a treat? She comes over. Like, snag her. I'm like, here. Don't let go again. (laughs) There you go. You got it. Yep. It's all in thinking like a dog. Okay. What? Every dog knows the word treat or every dog knows the shuffle of the bag, you know, type thing. Mm -hmm. So I tell people. Bring a, a treat bag and keep it in your car so the dog does get used. You uh, get loose. You can say treat and, and jiggle the bag. Man, two seconds, the dog will be with you. But everybody starts chasing the dog no. and it becomes catch me if you can. What you do is you go the opposite way and have them follow you. You know what I mean? Not turn your back on them, but like side profile. You know, stop and you're like, come on, let's go. Or like get down a little bit like you got a treat. Oh, look at I got a treat. Or what is this on the floor? You know, like the great, you just yeah. point to the ground. What is this? What is this? And nine times out of ten, every dog will come into you. So, But too many people, you know, reach for them, you know, as they're moving towards the dog. And that's the last thing that you do. Well, that's the thing. I didn't have even a treat at that time, right. but I like I made the hand like at a treat, yep. and I put it past me. Yeah. So they had to, he had to come past my hip yep. to like check out my hand. Yeah. And that's when I came. Like you got to get yep. the collar from behind. Yep. Yep. Look at you. I'm proud of you. Well, like I've learned from the best. Oh yeah. Well, no, you know, that just was. It, you know, you know a lot about dogs. <laughs> so I, that was no help there. Oh, and speaking of dogs, uh, today we're going to talk about everybody's all up in arms about the dog flu. Okay, so we're going to talk about the dog flu. You know, is that something to hit the panic button about? Or is it something like, you know what? But anyway, so Dr. Jessica Levy is going to talk about that. And then, of course, uh, hopefully you got questions for her. So you want to give a holler at 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Well, you got questions for me, too, but let's use Dr. Jessica Levy while she's here. She's only here once a month. <laughs> so let's take advantage of that, okay? But anyway, so... Um, well, da, 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 da. And it's funny, now, on my Facebook page today, on my Katie K9 Facebook page, if you go to mytalk1071.com, go to my uh, show page, and you can catch all my podcasts. Cast, uh, you know, the past shows. And remember, they go back to 2018, which totally blows my mind. But anyway, and um, what I posted on my Facebook page is that there is no dog that runs faster than when you go, give me that. Okay, and the dog, away they go. You know, give me back, and that's the fastest motivation you're ever going to see a dog leave you. So what I did is I under I, I wrote a, a little blooper is about that you never go, once again, like you catching that dog, you don't go towards them. You go, dogs are prey-driven, so they want to go after something. Okay, but if you go towards them and stretch your arms out, then you're putting them on the defense. And you know how some dogs, like, they either play the catch-me-if-you-can game, or they either go, uh, uh, they play the catch make or they just stand and like, this is mine. Whereas you take it and die. 
like, you know, resource guarding or whatever type thing. So you never, ever go to the dog. you got to learn to think like a dog. So what happens is if the dog has got something in his mouth, okay, and you don't want him to have it, don't go towards him. Turn and go the sideways, side tap over and slap your leg and say, hey, what's this over here? Let's go check this out. Go sit down and invite him to come in, but don't lean forward, don't reach out. Okay, if you have a squeak, what I would recommend is get a couple squeaker toys and they're your squeaker toys, <laughs> whereas you put them where you need them. And so, like I say, what the, the dog has got something in his mouth, you want it. You always ask, hey, bring it here. Come here, bring it here, but walk away from them. Don't let them deem it high value because uh, as you go towards them, a lot of them will just all of a sudden... They'll swallow it, okay? And so now what happens is that as you're walking away from the dog, come here, what's this? Grab your squeaker, squeak the squeaker as you're walking away from the dog, and 99.9%, every dog, ear will pop up, and whatever's in their mouth will probably fall out. Okay, then what you're going to do is you go over to the side, you know, maybe sit down and praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him, and then put him in a room or kennel or something like that, go back to what he dropped, Okay, and then put it away, whatever you need to do. But the the second that you go towards them and say, give me that, it's either balls to the walls or catch me if you can. And so that's what you don't want to do. You got to outwit the dog. But if you want to explain more, just go to my Facebook page, go to mytalk1071.com and click on Katie K9, K-A-T-I-E, the letter K, the number nine. And you can, and then there's a link to my Facebook page, my website, and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, okay, we're going to head for a break. And if you got a call, please give a holler, 651-641-1071. Silly jokes, here we go. Why was the jar of jelly late to work? Why was the jar of jelly late? Hey, thanks for tuning into the KDK9 show. Greatly appreciate you listening and spending your Sunday afternoon with me. Okay, why was the jar of jelly late to work? What do you think over there, Miss Ellie? Because it wasn't with the jiffy. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of sad, Ellie. <laughs> I tried so hard for that one, too. What do you think, Dr. Jess? Because it got in a jam. Yes. Oh, come on. Got in a traffic jam. Got stuck in a traffic jam. I thought you'd get that one. I, there you go. That was very good. Look at you. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I've had like Look 20 hours that. of sleep this week. I, I was going to yeah, say, true. I must have slept last night. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, you didn't get much sleep. What time did you wind up to, or try to go to bed to get up early? Well, that's the thing. I'm like an insomniac by nature. And so I'm trying to go to bed. I'm like, okay. Try to go to bed at 9, so like get, try, be in bed by 8.30, usually in bed by 9. Uh-huh. Usually don't even get to sleep till like 10, oh, like on a bad day, 10.30, even oh, 11. Okay. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm up at 4, and then I you immediately hop on like tabloid news. You got to do the dirt alerts, and that's yeah. the top of the hour, so. Wow. It's okay. fine. <laughs> okay, give a holler, guys, 651-641-1071. Who's up to bat? Well, so first off, we have uh, Jeanette. Who's uh, interested because her dog only responds to hand signals? Oh, that's a good doggy. That's that. That's what we want because hand signals don't have an attitude. Voice does. <laughs> okay, how you doing? I'm I'm well, thank you. Okay, what kind of dog are we talking about? Well, based on looks, I would say it's a majority shepherd, and then uh, American miscellaneous. Okay, and then uh, how old? I believe she's eight, eight years. Eight years, and how long have you had her? Uh, three weeks. Oh, three weeks. Okay, wow. Thank you for rescuing the older ones. Okay, and so now what's what's the the quandra? 
Well, I'm turning to you for advice. I want to do what's best for her. Okay. Her owner uh, was mute. Okay. And had had her all of her life, so seven or eight years. Right. And only worked with her with hand signals. Well, of course, yeah. Okay. So she died. Okay. Nobody would take the dog. Uh, I said, I will. Okay. And I haven't had dogs, but my intention was when I said, I will, in my heart, I said, I will find her the best home. I will do what's best for her. Well, bless you. So, based on, on your professionalism, do do I... Do I try to find some, do I try to get her retrained? Do I only try to learn more hand signals? No, uh-uh. no, this is a good remedy, an easy remedy. Okay, remember, she's not used to hearing the commands, just seeing the commands? Correct. So now you're going to put the words with it. When you ask for a sit, you do the signal at the exact same time. You say sit, okay? And then, oh, very nice, very nice. And then, like, if we ask for a down or a rest, you show the signal as you're saying the word. Rover down as your hand signal goes to the floor, okay? Um, the word, uh, so we got sit, thumb is up, goes from the nose upward, all right? Uh, what signals did they, they, they teach this dog? Did you learn the signals? Uh, no, I wasn't told that. I know two signals. When uh, when she would think that uh, someone was being too aggressive with the owner, okay, she would get in a def- uh, 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 an aggressive pose, okay, and then slowly creep forward. Oh, okay. So th- they did teach me. I mean, the one, one, two things I learned. This one was, I I hold my hand up about level with my chin. I make a fist, and my first fi- my index finger. I pull it forward so it's facing the dog, and it makes her stop where she's at. She stays on alert, but uh-huh. she stops where she's at. Okay. The other thing uh, that uh, I learned was um, when she's on my left side, Yep. Uh, since I'm not used to dogs, if my arm goes more past my hip toward my butt, she immediately falls back to that position. Oh, nice. If my hand in walking, if it comes up like in front of my thigh, next thing I know, she's right up here. You know, she she follows my hand. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Cool. Those are the two things I know. Okay. Okay, so what you're just going to do is that you're just going to start from square one. Dogs are very resilient, just like kids are. And so what you're just going to do is you're going to teach her your hand. Now, you already learned those. That's good. So now you're talking somewhat. But now, remember, she can hear, okay? So you just pretend you, well, you did. You just got the dog. And so you just start showing, you know, rover sit. You put, you know, the hand signal is thumb up. You know, and if she doesn't sit, you just kind of touch her hips slowly downwards to follow through that this is a sit, okay? And then a little tickle in the chest where the V is, and say, thank you, all right? And then, you know, down, and then come, stay, wait. You're going to have sig- excuse me, signals for all of those, and so she's, gonna, she's just going back to school. It's like she went into a different country, and now she's got to learn that language, That's all right? That's true. That's okay? true. It's so, very, very different. Yeah. Yes. So don't you worry about what she does and does not know. You know the ones now that are important for you, okay? But otherwise, now you're, it's your job or your, you know, whatever, to teach her, you know, the real world. 
as far as, you know, the, the voice goes with the signal. And they catch on because dogs will work twice as fast for a hand signal than they will a verbal. And the reason is, is that sometimes verbal has an attitude, <laughs> whereas you go, sit. And the dog's like, well, a little testy, aren't we? <laughs> and so, but if you say, you show the signal, they're going, ah, I know what that is. Hand signals don't have an attitude. All right. And so the thing is, is that that's why it's really great when a dog and I myself as a trainer, uh, when people come to my classes, they I teach hand signals with everything I teach you. And the reason is because someday if your dog goes deaf, if you haven't taught hand signals, you're dead in the water. You can't get them to sit, to down, to come, to stay, to wait, to do anything because they can't hear. Right. So that's why it's important to always teach hand signals and only one signal per word. One signal can't mean three things. Okay. Okay. And so that's what you got to do is you got to learn what signals you're going to do and, um, and then just teach it and like follow through. Like when, let's say you start uh, your 99% of all hand signals are with the right hand. Okay. Oh. And so the thing is, is that let's say we're doing um, the down, you take your right hand palm to the floor. I mean, facing to the floor. Okay, start above her head, go straight down past her nose, past her chest, as you say your your word, real calmly. Rover, down. Okay, if she doesn't go down, then we place her down. There's a, 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 a what do you call it, a pressure point behind the shoulder blades of the dog. And if you make an L with your left hand, where you just your pointer finger and your thumb is out, and you turn it sideways, find that behind the shoulder blades, and slowly push straight down. Don't ram the dog to the floor. Just slowly, as you say your word again, down. And then you give a little scoot where your hand was. And so, I don't know about yourself, but yeah, you know, like I said, I'd be happy to work with you, you know, up at Katie's Canines, you know, to show you what, what signal goes with what verbiage and how to follow through. And that's all it is. And you, And this dog should be easy peasy for you. She is. Uh, she's large. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's, like I said, I would guess at least 50%. Uh, and we don't care about the breed. We don't care about the size. We just got, we got a personality to work with. That's what we care about. And do that's, you think um, at eight years old that she has five <laughs> or six years left? We don't know. You know, do you, do you have how, how many do you think you got left? You got 20 or do you got two? <laughs> there is no guarantees. Okay. And so the average dog, you know, bigger dogs live to be about 10, 12. You know, that's the average. But I know some big dogs that have lasted 15, 16. That's true. Okay. So the thing is, is that you can't put on an age thing. And at any age, any dog can learn anything as long as the human working with the dog wants to teach it. Okay, and the older the dog is, the quicker they catch on. And the reason is because they're not dealing with puppy mush brain, where puppies want to make everything a game. How about this? How about that? How about this? No, try what I'm trying to teach you. <laughs> I see. And so the older dogs, and that's I prefer to get dogs two to three years old. Because they're just out of the puppy stage, must sprain where everything's a game, and then um, they can focus better. And then uh, within five weeks of working, you know, a little here, a little there, and stuff like that, I've got a dog that looks like I've had it since it was at eight weeks old. Okay, because at any age, any dog can learn anything as long as you take the time to teach and that you understand how to do it correctly, so you don't confuse or frustrate the dog. Well, Katie, I greatly appreciate your 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 confidence that i yep. that i can do this for the dogs 
Oh yes, yes. Well, and I commend you. I tip my hat to you, mate, that you took the time to take it uh, a dog that nobody wanted. You know what I mean? And you're not a dog person. No. And you're willing to step up to the plate. You know, right. your, your paths are meant to cross. God put your, this dog in your in your path for a reason, and you're both going to learn something from each other. You mm-hmm. know, I thought that about the third day she was with me. Yep. And so that's why, like I say, don't hesitate. If you need help, I'm I'm just a phone call away. Okay. I greatly appreciate it, Katie. Okay, kiddo. You have a good good day. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's awesome. She's, this gal's awesome. Okay, who removes old road signs? Who removes old road signs? We'll be back. When people think about personal trainers, they sometimes picture this guy. You know something, Jessica? When I'm done with you, you're going to have the largest arms this side of the continent. I don't want that. But when you join the YMCA, you'll get a free fitness assessment from a real certified personal trainer. So you can set realistic goals, learn what to do, and what not to do. I am your doctor, yeah. And the only thing I prescribe is pain. That's what not to do. And he's not a doctor. Learn more at ymcanorth.org. Okay, who removes old road signs? What do you say there, Miss Ellie? Is this a joke or an actual question? No, it's a joke. These are dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess either way, my answer is uh, shotguns in Ely, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> that or remove signs. Well, not necessarily remove them. You just can't read what it says. No, <laughs> it's I mean, got so many holes I've, in it. <laughs> I've seen an old stop sign that like it, you couldn't even read stop anymore. There's a hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you, do you have anyone on this one, Dr. Jess? No idea. A professional designer. A professional designer. Oh no, desi- designer. Designer. I'm, I'm going to tell my stepladder joke again. Okay. <laughs> professional designer. 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 Okay, there we go. I think that was good. Keep myself. But anyway, okay, who's up? Well, so next up we have uh, Regina uh, for for Doctor Levy because uh, apparently her dog is having some joint issues called OCD. O- OC- OCD joint. I thought that's mental. <laughs> yeah, different, different, too. different oh, thing. Okay, different okay. Thing. Who's what's what's the name? Are we on Regina? Regina. Hey, Regina. How you doing? Hello, Katie. Hi, hi. hi. How so, are you, folks? Go, no, we're doing we're doing great. We're doing great. great. So do, what's the weather well, would we, uh, would we uh, would respond better? You know, oh, so, <laughs> aren't we but you know what's going to happen is we're going to go from forty five to ninety two, mm-hmm. and there I won't know. be anything in between. But that's just the way it is. That's how we roll oh. in Minnesota. Okay, what kind of puppy do you got? Well, actually, it's my son and his girlfriend's dog, and okay. they're um, they live in Montana. Okay, and um, they uh, so Sierra, my son's girlfriend, adopted this darling dog named Waffles. And about, uh, well, last uh, July. And so the dog is about a year old. Not quite. Well, yeah, she's about a year old. What kind? She is a pity mix. Okay. And she was rescued okay. from Texas. It's a big deal. And um, they just love her to pieces. But all of a sudden, she was not able to move well. And it appeared that, like, they li- they love to go hiking and all kinds of outdoor adventures. And she's done great up until now. And she just stopped being able to move. She's in pain. Yep. So they got her to the vet, and she has. Okay, you ready? Yep. <laughs> it's OCD. It's not. It's not an obsessive disorder. This is called osteochondritis desiccans. Wow, I'm impressed with that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it has. To, it's a. Dis, uh, it's a uh, disorder. It's an actual disease that when in their joints. 
Uh, it's, oh, I can't remember. Is Dr. Levy there? I, yep. Um, that's okay. Do you, she's going to jump in. I got a question though. First thing yeah. I thought of when, uh, when she mentioned it just or like overnight, I thought of either, you know, uh, uh, Lyme or I thought of, mm-hmm. uh, antiplasmosis is what I thought of when she said that. Antiplasmosis? Anaplasmosis. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm assuming they would have tested for those things. Well, I hope so. We don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Although yeah. the tests are. Well. Kind of yeah. unreliable. Okay. Pretty sucky. Well, at this point, she is up for surgery on mm-hmm. May 3rd for oh, this. And I was reading up on it, and that is one of the things. You remove the, uh, oh, gosh, now I can't remember. Is it diseased cartilage or is it decaying cartilage? It, it's, and, um, and this Either is one. a $10,000 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. surgery. Oh, nice. My son, a student, they both work for uh, nonprofits, and so they are doing a fundraiser. But I just don't know if this is the way for them to go. And I'm being careful. I don't want to be that mama. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. But, what do you What do you say, Doctor Jessica? Well, have they? Uh, are they doing any other kind of treatment in the meantime? Uh, just having her not do much because they took her for a short walk. They take her for short walks, but otherwise, it's for a one year old dog. This is just terrible. Especially a dog that's used to being adventurous. So um, I, I, I'm trying to be careful not to suggest things until I have proper information that uh-huh. I can back up, like okay. from you. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll just I'll just blab on a little bit. Thank um, you. So, how long has the dog been lame? When did that first show up? Uh, in April. Uh, I don't know exactly okay. when. It was um, probably about. Let's see. Uh, uh, probably two, three weeks. Two or three weeks ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Front legs, back legs. It's uh, her. It's her ankles. Okay. Um, and my son was. It's called. He said it's called tarsus, mm-hmm. which is the ankles. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Um, and, so uh, pit bulls, uh, like many of the other, you know, all the bully breeds, so bulldogs, boxers, etc. Um, mm-hmm. They do have kind of um, lousy immune systems, and they often develop inflammatory conditions that hmm. can mimic other joint problems. Um, but it's it's just very common in these breeds. They tend to have these kind of hair trigger immune systems. So okay. these are the breeds that develop allergies easily. Uh, you know, your your day is going fine. You turn around, your pit bull's covered with hives, and you're thinking, like, oh. what the heck happened? It's just because they have these immune systems that are delicately poised and should be treated with kid gloves. Okay. Now, true osteochondrosis dissecan is a developmental disorder, and it's basically a malformation of the cartilage, usually in like a, one or two specific s- spots. So you'll have an area of about half an inch or an inch where the cartilage is um, deformed or dead, kind of overlying a softer area of bone. And so then it's kind of no longer protecting the bone, and you get you know pain as a result. And so the okay. the surgery that's done is you open up the joint, you find the, you know, you oftentimes it's it'll be like a translucent area or a gray area where the cartilage is kind of dying off, and you scrape it away and, uh, yeah. you know, cross your fingers and hope that everything comes out okay. I think yeah. usually the surgery is pretty successful. That oftentimes you can get rid of it, you can get mm-hmm. healed, but mm-hmm. I think doesn't that depend on the condition uh, the that that dog's personal condition sure and where it is sure mm-hmm. um and 
Well, wait, let, let Dr. Jessica finish, okay? Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, yeah, so one of my clients, usually usually it's seen in, in fast-growing, larger dogs. So, like, one of my oh. clients has a golden retriever who, I think he's about a year old now, but uh, maybe maybe six months ago or, you know, four or five months ago, he was diagnosed with osteochondrosis, I think, in his shoulder. And uh, because we were doing so much nutritional support, mm-hmm. Uh, the owner emailed me that he just recently went back to the specialist, and they determined that he does not need surgery after all Yay. for I his love condition. This story, but in order to accomplish that, you have to uh, what I call you know kind of play your cards right. So do the things yeah. that you need to be doing. So feed the dog a balanced raw diet so that the dog is getting optimal nutrition. Mm-hmm. Use your joint supplements, and a good joint supplement is going to contain glucosamine and chondroitin. And MSM uh, and Boswellia, if you can get it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of oh, I had a client in the other day with a really, really nice product that I can't remember what it was called. But if you email me, I can look it up. <laughs> yeah, <you know. laughs> okay, it was it was called something like so, a I know, free, I free range something, but it was a good one. Okay. Boswellia, okay. you can always buy at the health food store, right? Boswellia yeah. is a natural anti-inflammatory. How much does this dog weigh? Uh, I would guess about forty-five pounds. Okay, so you can easily give a dog that size, the full recommended human dose of Boswellia as an anti-inflammatory. And I'm assuming okay. the dog is probably already on some sort of painkiller anti-inflammatory, but probably. Boswellia is not going to interfere with any of the drugs. It's just a lot safer. Uh, it has no side effects. It's very safe at high doses. It's safe for long-term use. Um, there's a lot of information on my website. So one of the pages on my website is my favorites page. And there's a lot of information about raw feeding. Why don't you give her your to website? Videos. Oh, yes. Holistic-vet-care.com. Okay, there you go. Okay. So there's a lot of information on that page about uh, how to feed raw food. And basically, everywhere you go in this country, there are people feeding raw food. So sometimes you just need to kind of find your people, find out where they're getting their supplies from. But there's always grocery stores, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would use a joint supplement, but some, but dose is often important for these things. So it may be that, like if you look at a, jo- at a joint supplement and it says, if your dog is this size, give them this much, um, you might need to actually look at a significant dose. Um, so like right off the top of my head, I think the therapeutic dose of glucosamine is 40 or 50 milligrams per kilogram. Um, so you take the dog's weight in pounds, divide by 2.2 multiplied by 40, and that tells you how many milligrams of glucosamine you should be aiming for to, in order to make sure you're getting a therapeutic dose. Okay. Um, so I would do that. But in addition, there are supportive things that I would do. So I would also use a collagen supplement yeah. because you're trying to, you know, regrow kind of normal tissues. Um, so a lot of times, in addition to a joint supplement, I would use something like uh, standard process canine musculoskeletal support which also has ingredients that will support tendons and ligaments. Mm -hmm. And I also use standard process C, like the letter C, Synergy, S-Y-N-E-R-G-Y, which is their collagen supplement. So for a dog that size, that's one Mm -hmm. of their human supplements. You would just give one tablet twice a day. Um, Okay. And, um, oh gosh, what else was I thinking about? Um, Chiropractic would be useful. Uh, if you can't find a chiropractor, get a good massage therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, and then standard process canine immune system support. Because you also, oh. like, you have to treat the underlying condition as well. Right, right. 
Okay. So it kind of gives and you I, a starting place. Like basically you're looking at, like look at the dog at a whole. So you're looking at, you know, the background is likely this inflammatory immune system issue, which is very common in a lot of breeds. And then you have to say, is this dog getting adequate nutrition where it could actually rebuild its tissues, which is what I right. want it to be able yeah. to do. So that's where like raw feeding is imperative because that is just the best nutrition for dogs. There's no exactly. processed food that's going to approximate that. Pure goodness. Right. And, and mm-hmm. the thing is, now you said that uh, surgery is going to be next week. Uh, unfortunately, yes. Yeah, well, no, don't, don't say unfortunately. <sighs> what you need to do is uh, they can listen to this. You know, you go to mytalk1071.com. Yeah. They can listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that this is a significant amount of mo- uh, money. And then why not postpone the surgery? Start with Dr. Jessica. Just uh, give it like, you know, two to three weeks. See where the dog's at. It will take longer than that. that. But, yeah. I mean, they should but, but, but the thing, too, is that it's not like... You know, it's not like this is a one-day special, and if you right. don't do it now, you can't ever do it. Right. So it may be worth saying, you know, let's put some supportive things in place, give the dog four, five, six months, see how it goes. Yep. Okay. And, and yeah, I think, too, being a rescue dog, who knows what the conditions were that she came from. Oh, that from. we can't, we can't right, change right. that. But that so. kind of thing no, also, like, if, you know, if, even, no. even if you get a puppy from a breeder, it's hard to find a breeder who's feeding raw food and a right. breeder who's giving good supplements. Right. They're few and far yeah. between. So we get the dogs that we get. And then we, do, and right. we work on making them better. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and they love waffles. There you go. Well, see, like I said, and everybody opts for surgery because they want to hurry up and get well, it done. Well, I think, but I think also they may, they may have that may have been proposed as the only option. That's true, because in the conventional oh, world, so. that is the treatment for OCD. Right, and the thing is, right. is that now there's a recovery from the surgery. Know. You know what I mean? And so the thing is, is I would get do what Dr. Jess said for the fact that then now you got stuff in in place, in getting the immune system up and going, and just everything. And but everybody wants everything to be done. Yesterday, right. You can see how if the dog right. is in a lot of pain and is unable to walk, then oh, it does, yeah. then it does feel good. like, well, we got to get the surgery done, done so that Waffles can walk again. Yeah, but if you get him yeah. on the Australia, you just other yeah. stuff. You're going to start seeing some. You yeah, know, it's it's an option. There's always options. Yeah. So yes, okay. there are. Well, I love the fact that there's a podcast because I'm going to be sending that to them immediately. Good. As soon yeah. as you're done. Ellie will you know, Ellie will get it done by this evening, right over. Oh, that's oh yeah, it's always Thanks, done Ellie. within two hours of okay. the show. Okay, see that. See oh. how good she is. Amazing. <laughs> but you have them you listen and you. yeah, have them listen and then listen again to really truly listen. And like I say, right. there are surgery is not all the only thing. There's so many people that have gone holistic ways for themselves. Mm-hmm. They were told that they needed to do this. Right. And, and realistically, you know, they could potentially find a holistic vet in their area to work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you they go to the website, um, I always recommend ahvma.org. So that's the okay. American Holistic Veterinary Medical Association. And then the, the oh. and then it has, you know, a find a vet feature where you put in your zip code and find somebody near For you. Sure. And the other one is V-A-V-H, T-H-E-A-V-H dot org. Okay. So A-V-H is the Academy of Veterinary Homeopathy. Mm-hmm. So the website is V-A-V-H dot org, and that's where you can find homeopathic vets as well. Okay, so hopefully that will help you. We've got to run a break here. Thank and so, you. yeah, ch- turn into the podcast, okay? Go to mytalk1071.com and go to my KDK9 page. Take, Love it. Take Thank care, you kiddo. All. Good luck. Bye-bye. All right, of course we're late. <laughs> the view from the peak uh, in Colorado. Da, 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 da. Wait a minute. Let me put my... 
<laughs> Thought I could do it and I couldn't. <laughs> the view from Pikes Peak in Colorado, USA was the inspiration for the song America the Beautiful. True or false? Thanks for tuning in to the KDK9 show. Make sure to catch the podcast if you're driving or you heard something or you want can't remember it. Just go to mytalk1071.com. Go to my KDK9 show page and you're all set to go. The view from Pikes Peak in Colorado, USA was the inspiration for the song America the Beautiful. True or false? What say you, Ellie? Um, I'll say true. I mean, I don't know, but I've been there. Well, have you? Yeah. Of course. You're a worldly woman. <laughs> no, skiing. Uh, Colorado. I spent a lot of time in Colorado. Oh, wow. Okay, what do you say, Dr. Jessica? I don't know. True or false? I don't know. A lot of times it's very misty up there because you're up above the clouds and you can't really see anything. Ah. So, um, I'll, 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 to... just, I'll just say no. Okay. False. false. <laughs> Get that 50-50 in there. That was a lot of thinking for us. <laughs> true false? True false. Okay. True Catherine Lee Bates, inspired by Colorado's Rocky Mountain, penned the famous lyrics in 1893 when visiting Pikes Peak. Kathy Bates wrote that song? Yep. Catherine. Catherine Lee Bates. Catherine Lee Bates. I'm going to look up that view to remember it. Okay. There you go. All right. Where are we at, ma'am? Well, so next up we have Susan, who is following up um, about a call she made about her dog peeing in the kennel. It's still peeing in the kennel. Really? Hey, Susan, how you doing? Hi, Katie. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, again. thanks for calling. No problem. Okay, so what have we done? What's happening? So, yeah, so we did what you suggested in terms of having um, noise, like a TV playing in the background while we were gone, making the kennel feel more like a, a den yep, type okay. thing. And okay. then we... And then we did video record him when we were gone for a few hours to see when the peeing was actually happening. And so it things have actually gotten worse, oh, I really? would say. Okay. Yeah. So he it, it initially was just that there would be some, like, urine in the kennel. But what we are seeing now is that it is happening when he hears us come home. Otherwise, he's completely fine in the kennel. There's, you know, no nothing happening in the kennel other than just him shifting around, getting comfortable, you know, and things. And then we can tell that when he he must be either hearing the garage door or the car pull in, um, he gets up, he starts circling in the kennel, he gets excited, and then he actually has started lifting his leg and peeing out either the side of the kennel or the front of the kennel. So, um, and then he stops and he continues to circle and everything. So, um so it's happening when we get home, but it's just escalated now to where he's actually peeing more and lifting his leg up, where I don't think he was doing that before because the pee was pretty much just right in the kennel before, right. and now it's outside the kennel. Well, that's interesting. Huh. Yeah. Okay, how old is this dog again? I can't remember. We think he's about eight years old. Okay, that's right. Maybe he was older. Okay, but the, it all happens when you come when you come home, otherwise it's the excitement of you coming home. Does he ever uh, submission urinates? Like if you yell at him, does he pee? Or when he gets really excited, does he pee? He, um, we would notice very occasionally when he would get really excited, he would pee okay. um, just a little bit. There was only one time in the past probably three months where it was submissive. It looked like. Um, okay. 
but that was really unusual. That had not happened before. Okay. He, the other thing that he would very occasionally do, and he did it again last weekend, was we had been out of town. He was with us. We get home out of after like a two-hour car ride. We send him outside right away when we get home. He goes to the bathroom. He comes inside. And then maybe about 10 minutes later, I don't know what he was doing, but 10 minutes later, he just started peeing on the floor. And so we, you know, scooped him up and sent him outside again and, and cleaned it up. And he would do that occasionally when we would go to my in-laws. And um, I think just I, I, either he was too excited or he was playing or he had feelings about, you know, are you going to leave me? Um, and he would poop a little bit there, but he hadn't done that the last couple of times we've been out of town at their house. Okay. Okay. What's your protocol when, when you come in the house from out, you know, you've been away, you come home, when you come in, do you go directly to the kennel? Yes, we have been like, we'll come in. Usually I, um, so the kennel is, we have a, the kennels in the living room. We usually walk in through the kitchen and there's a wall divider there. So we come in, put down whatever it is we're doing. We go to the kennel, let him out and we open the door for him to go straight outside to go to the bathroom. And that's been our routine since we got him. And so we've continued that routine. Okay. Um, a couple of things here because he's lifting his leg and peeing, out. It's not like submission urination, okay? And mm-hmm. so that's that's what befuddles me on this. But, okay, now, have you done any formal obedience training with the dog? We did when we first got him, yes. We did okay. a, a, a class with him where it was focused more on things like, um, well, he was pretty well trained already. Like, we, we had gotten past the point of, of training him to go outside to go to the bathroom, so we didn't have to deal with that. But it was mostly um, things like, Sitting, coming, walking, um, how he would interact with other dogs, that uh, kind of training okay. that we did with him. Okay. How does he walk on a leash now? Or do, how do you, do you let him scan or does he walk politely next to you? What, what, what rules do you have in place, in place for him? So the rules in place when we're on the leash, we are, uh, I will admit, we are probably not the most disciplined when it comes to walking with him on the leash. He will sometimes walk beside us, Mm -hmm. and other times he will walk out in front of us, which I know is not what we should be allowing him to do. He sometimes will walk behind us. Mm -hmm. Um, We sometimes, if he wants to stop and sniff, we'll let him do that. But there are other times when, when we, you know, if he's done that quite a bit on a walk, we'll command him to walk and he'll walk with us but he um probably spends more time walking in front of us than he does right beside us it's about a six foot leash and so unless i or five foot leash so until i shorten it up when i shorten it up he'll stay beside me yep yep. and it's a regular leash it's not like the retractable leash right 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 okay what you are what you're being is wishy-washy you just des- yep. you decide to do something when you feel like doing it instead of because right now I think he's off the course, whereas he feels your wishy washiness and he's kind of taking over things. Because to me, for him to lift his leg and pee outside the grate, that's a dominant move. Like, you know, I'm cool. I'm marking this mine. OK. And so what what we got to do is we got to get you organized so you can organize him. And it's not me, master, you dog by no means. OK, so you do want to hold on. We got to go through the big break here. And can we follow up with on, after the. After the break? Okay. Can, can you hold on? Yeah. Okay, thanks. All right. True or false? The first baby wax figure created in Madan's Trad, well, the wax museum, was 